Welcome back to the RMD podcast from Reverse Mortgage Daily, hosted by me, RMD editor Chris Clow. In this show, we speak with reverse mortgage business leaders, professionals, government officials, and thought leaders to provide listeners with the pulse of the reverse mortgage industry and all of the business and regulatory realities which affect it. In this episode, I'm joined by Lorraine Geraci, a professional coach oriented around the mortgage industry, to discuss her 20-year career in the reverse mortgage space as an originator, educator, and trainer. We also discuss the educational challenges in the reverse mortgage industry today, how she aims to remain involved with the business going forward, and what she hopes to accomplish in the space now that she is embracing professional coaching full-time. Hope you enjoy it. Lorraine, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the RMD podcast today. I appreciate the chance to have you on. Oh, I appreciate it too, Chris. Thanks so much. Absolutely. So uh, I, I always love to start off these conversations, especially when it comes to having new guests on, with just a, a bit of an overview of who you are and your place in the industry. So for the few members of our audience who may not know you, tell us a bit about yourself and what your career path in the reverse mortgage industry has been. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much. So I am a New York girl in a Florida world now, and I've lived in New York most of my life. And that's when I stumbled upon the reverse mortgage industry. Uh, during the early 2000s, I was running a customer service training division for a major utility company. And a good friend of mine that was in the mortgage business suggested that I might be a great candidate to work in the reverse mortgage industry. Well, now, here we are in 2003 at that time. I had no idea what a reverse mortgage was. And I looked into it and did some research. And once I did, I was pretty intrigued. And I made a big leap out of then a, a very consistent job that I had for such a long time in the industry. And I began working for Bank of New York Mortgage uh, in 2004 as a loan officer. So that's what started it all. And after that, I, you know, became a top producer, helped a couple hundred folks, and Bank of New York kind of migrated into Everbank, and then eventually became MetLife Bank over the course of the number of years. And after that happened, thanks to some support from my senior team at the time, I wanted to get back into education. So I started working in MetLife's reverse mortgage sales training division, and onboarded over 600 new reverse mortgage consultants over less than a year and a half uh, until MetLife closed its doors in 2012. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's quite a journey with the industry now. So that's mar this marks 20 years then since the first time you entered it. Yeah, just about. I always say just a smidge uh, of, of 20 years because once I left MetLife and they, you know, they closed their division in the mortgage industry, I was lucky enough to meet Sherry Appenay, who was running the sales division at, at Urban Financial. And, um, you know, once I started there throughout the course of the last 11 years, I was fortunate enough to build the entire learning and professional development education program at Finance of America now, which is called Finance America Reverse. So uh, it was just such a great journey and very, very thankful for those experiences for sure. Absolutely. Um, just out of curiosity, do you remember your first encounter with the reverse mortgage product? And what was it about maybe either that encounter or subsequent ones that convinced you, hey, maybe this is a viable career path for me? Yeah, so becoming a sales professional in the industry was something that was quite unusual. I was teaching sales folks, and, and I wasn't sure if this was going to be the right path for me. But 
Once I did my training, I actually wrote my very first reverse mortgage in 2004, almost exactly to the day uh, during July of that year. And the woman that I did it for, I had gotten contacted by her daughter who was looking into helping her mom, who was a widow, be able to really stay in her property more comfortably and so on. And that was the very first one I wrote. I am still friends with that lady today. And her mom is in her 90s and literally just uh, moved in with her. So it was such a great start to be able to see how amazing this product has been for so many homeowners like her as the as the time went on. So I had such a wonderful experience that it really took me into the rest of my sales career, at least, until getting into the education division. And then what's great about that is now I can take experience that I've had as an actual sales professional and help other people that are also passionate about the product and, of course, about the clients and the referral partners as time went on. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll talk about the referral partners in in a little bit, but um, I also did want to touch on the fact that you recently made a bit of a career transition. Uh, what can you tell me about that? Yeah. So, you know, it's no secret that the mortgage industry has its hills and valleys for many, many years. And when the valleys hit, sometimes there's changes to the workforce and they're inevitable, as we've seen over the past years with many lenders, forward mortgage, reverse mortgage. However, my passion is still there and there's so much more that can be done. So now what I've done is I've looked at that as an opportunity to take my almost 20 years experience and share that with anyone in the industry, not just a select few people or working for one particular company and really focusing on only the educational resources for that company and only their approved wholesale partners. So consulting was really the next logical step, Chris, and it's bringing me forward because I'm also a certified professional coach, which is a designation I got back in 2014, and combining those skills with my industry experience, knowledge, and of course, passion really seemed like that was the next move that needed to happen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, I want to ask you more broadly about education in a second, but um, in terms of referral partnerships... Because you have seen so many changes in the industry over the course of your time being involved in it, I'm just curious about what you would say are maybe the biggest differences in the industry's engagement with referral partners comparing, comparing today's climate to when you started. What, what can you tell me about just the way that you've noticed those kinds of things evolving? No, that's a really great question because when I first started in the industry, it was very f- focused on the needs-based client the older adult homeowner that didn't have enough resources to be able to have a sustainable retirement or take care of their financial needs, right? So a lot of us that were in the sales division were really helping people by giving them access to liquidity and helping them with uh, services that they needed money for, right? And as time went on, it became more and more apparent that these clients are very focused on being advised by their other referral partners, financial advisors, real estate professionals, CPAs, attorneys, folks like that. And we noticed that these people were providing advice with limited knowledge or understanding about that, right? And in many cases, when they didn't know about it, they were advising their clients not to, or they thought it was a product of last resort. 
So times have changed, especially in the financial world where these financial professionals are now realizing that this is also a wealth management tool. This is also an opportunity for people to be able to buy new properties with home equity and, of course, really sustain longevity and financial comfort as they get older in their homes. So now even more than ever, it's important that our uh, folks that we deal with and that our clients deal with have an understanding about how this works so they can really recognize which clients might benefit most from it as well. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that overview. Well, in terms of education, um, I mean, it's been a critical issue in the reverse mortgage industry for many years. And, you know, I've talked with uh, leaders at most of the top 10 lenders and during the time that I've been covering the space since 2018 and uh, certainly, you know, boots on the ground originators and everybody seems to uniformly tell me the importance of not only maintaining uh, an active educational posture, but also expanding it. But of course, as you well know, you know, the needle of customer awareness hasn't seemed to move as much as maybe the effort of the companies might suggest. Why do you think that is, especially being so involved in uh, in the educational apparatus of a major lender? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a question I keep asking myself almost daily. <laughs> you know, the program has had government oversight for over 36 years, and we still, still have a multitude of misconceptions. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I didn't even hear about it until 2003. You know, the first reverse mortgage was written in 1961. Government oversight comes in the late 80s. And why do we have these misconceptions? Why are people still thinking that, you know, the lender owns their property and the children are going to get left with the debt? You know, we are all missing something. There is something missing in the messaging. And I agree with you, a lot of our lenders out there and wholesale partners are focused more on education, generally speaking. But in my opinion, it's not enough. And there's not enough resources put into it, generally speaking, over the course of, you know, between that and the marketing. Marketing and education really need to work together to create a consistent message that the days old of saying, hi, if you're 62 or older and, you you know, all that kind of good stuff back in the day that we heard on a lot of those commercials, they're just not a sustainable way of communication anymore. You know, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of clients rely on their trusted advisors. And if they don't know how amazing using home equity can be, they're going to automatically, as I mentioned, shy away for it. You know, when I was doing real estate classes, you know, I've taught over 11,000 real estate professionals. And I counted for a reason because it, I can honestly say that over 90% of those people had no idea that you can buy a property and get a reverse mortgage. And many of them didn't even know what a reverse mortgage was or really had no understanding. And lastly, I think utilizing the word reverse in many situations causes people to think that they're going backwards, right? And going backwards is, you know, looked upon as being negative, right? Or going in the wrong direction. So I think it's a, it's a combination of things. And I'm hoping that our industry as a whole really focuses on increasing awareness and putting more resources and 
you know, eventually feats on the ground to be able to have more education, working with our marketing divisions in a more consistent manner, because there's a lot of new people, as we'll talk about, that are entering into the space. And I promise they don't know what they're doing completely. And that is not helping the lending institutions. It's not helping the wholesale partners. They're spending so much time doing things for people or correcting, you know, incorrect you know, focuses or decisions that are being made that we're not out there giving the right message as well as I think we should be. Sure. Well, I mean, jumping right off of that, uh, you allude maybe to a potential path forward, but uh, putting a finer point on it, what do you think the industry could do to further the cause of product education and awareness, specifically when it comes to getting over some of these reputational challenges that are plaguing the business. It sounds like there's a few potential paths forward from your perspective. Yeah, I think so. And again, I think it's going to take a village, right? Uh, One of the things I always said was, gosh, one person or one company can't do everything. It's just really impossible. And, you know, focusing on retirement strategies, right? And a lot of companies are doing that now. They're, they're, you know, referencing different verbiage when they're showcasing using home equity to increase retirement opportunities or to have people more comfortable. And it's a step in the right direction. And The old ways of training and marketing are not cutting it. You know, we're getting away from, you know, just giving factual information. We want reverse mortgages or, you know, using home equity to be as common as somebody getting a HELOC. You know, hey, I'm redoing my kitchen. I'm taking out a home equity loan. You know, everybody will tell everybody, you know, in in the neighborhood all about that. But when they say, oh, don't tell anybody I'm getting a reverse mortgage, you know, that that has to change uh, as well. And companies also need to know that by passing on or removing or downsizing education and marketing resources, because let's face it, when productivity is low, those are two of the things that are first to be let go of, you know, or, you know, reduce. And although it's understandable, you know, you know, financial resources are very important in any company, any profitable company, but also too, when, when, when things are on the downswing, we know cyclically that's going to go back up again. And what happens is when all of that business starts coming back in and the awareness is increased and the referral partners are like, wow, I never knew this existed. Holy crow. Then you're going to have, you know, a reduced workforce that's not going to be able to keep up with the demand. Um, there are, you know, many companies outside of the mortgage industry in corporate America that really put education in place uh, very diligently, and they place a lot more value on these important support divisions, which escalates the level of development, service, productivity, and most of all, loyalty from the employees. And lastly, one of the things that I think many companies forget about is personal professional development. If you're not providing opportunities for your employees, especially your sales professionals and and marketing folks and people that are dealing with the client, dealing with referral partners, dealing with media um, and communication devices, if they're not self-developing their person, they're losing a huge opportunity to become the better version of themselves so they can be more productive and confident and knowledgeable. And they're going to represent your company and the industry and do right by the homeowner. So much better is if you know we forget about, about how to develop the people that work with us. Certainly. Absolutely. I think uh, 
in most businesses, people is all are people will always be the the biggest resource. But um, I also I wanted to take a step back for a second because you mentioned, for instance, the fact that there are these other product variations that exist, like Heckam for Purchase, for instance. Uh, and there is a demonstrable lack of awareness for a product like that, even within the reverse mortgage niche that already has a lot of problems with its own awareness. I mean, you're talking single digit penetration for H for P within reverse, which has single digit penetration on the wider mortgage spectrum. Um, do you think the industry needs to push the fact that these other variations like H for P exist? Is that a path forward to show maybe product versatility or something to that effect? Yes, my goodness. It's funny because I know that not everybody agrees with my standpoint on the fact that um, reverse for purchase is such a uh, needed product that is so underutilized. And many people have said to me, you know, it's really not, you know, heavy market penetration. I don't really want to focus and put too much efforts and resources on that. And I'm like, I, I respectfully disagree. What happens is, aside from educating real estate professionals and others, especially financial advisors too, because utilizing a reverse for purchase can really help them be able to give clients some choices in their retirement, not just necessarily from a uh, refinance perspective, but maybe purchasing a new primary residence or using a reverse to possibly purchase a secondary residence from a primary, right? There's so many different ways to help the homeowner establish wealth, get rental income, and we provide a lot of examples. Now, real estate professionals are completely excited, jazzed, and mind-blown during these classes. And what happens in when the class or the presentation's over whether it's virtual, in person, or what have you, they go on their merry way and they forget. And what happens is the loan officer or sales manager or folks that are connecting with the real estate professional or the other referral partners, they kind of let it fall by the wayside in some cases and they don't follow up and keep that in the forefront of their mind or provide scenarios in which is that can help them potentially double their sales or their listings out of sight, out of mind. And one of the things I used to tell a lot of the loan officers that I would do classes for, if you don't follow up very soon after we get them all excited, you're going to lose that momentum and then they're going to go on to what they know and what they're comfortable with, right? So I think our industry needs to do a better job with that consistency, with follow-up, making sure that you know you, you develop and enhance the relationships with your referral partners much more than just kind of bringing somebody in, doing a class, and then going on to the next thing. I think we do a, a disservice to that as well. Sure, yeah. Well, there's certainly no shortage of uh, of topics when it comes to spreading education, whether formalized yeah. education or just broader awareness to more people when it comes to the reverse mortgage product category. Uh, in terms of your new venture, in terms of the coaching side of things, how would you say that most intersects with the reverse mortgage industry? I, I remember you mentioning to me in uh, in a correspondence that you wanted to continue serving the reverse mortgage industry. I think those were your words. Tell me a little bit more about that and, and what your plans are. You know, I, I am so grateful um, and blessed 
for the experiences that I've had almost the last 20 years. I've worked for some amazing companies. I've grown as an individual. I've grown learning and professional development teams. I've worked with the best of the best when it comes to all sorts of training, including support services like instructional design, technical writing, compliance, uh, you know, reviews. I've worked with attorneys and One of the things that I'd like to continue to do is to spread that continuing education focus. And now, not just to the company that I would work for or to approved wholesale partners of that said company, but all of the industry could really use a helping hand, for lack of better words. So what I wanted to do is offer my experience and also my resources to anybody Um, I think that there's a lot of important things that sales professionals, especially like those forward sales folks coming into the reverse space, Chris, you know, that that is a huge flux. And even where I was working before, all of these new to reverse people were taking up almost everybody's time with questions. And honestly, some of our clients want to be trained in 10 minutes or they want somebody else to do the work for them. This is a unique product and people have to have a little bit more patience. And I think companies in general are starting to realize some of them have learning paths that they've made their loan officers take before they can go out and originate loans. But not everybody does that. And it ties up a lot of resources with questions every day to the sales support team, to the trainers that are out there. Um, So what I did was I kind of split it up in a couple different things. Number one is self-awareness and personal development, which I can help with, uh, with my coaching and uh, professional development background, helping people become the best versions of themselves and work on their skills so they can learn better and become more proficient. Also, it's important that they know about all the products available and have some industry knowledge. I put a class together called 20 Years in Reverse, uh, coincidentally, because of my time in there. And it really helps people that have never really known much about the reverse industry bring them from then till now. Because the more you understand about where we've been, the more you'll be able to help your referral partners and your clients understand uh, the great resources that are available to them. There's also systems and technology, right? You know, most of our forward mortgage originators are not used to our reverse mortgage origination systems. And there's only a handful out there, but nine times out of 10, you got people saying, oh, I want to do reverse mortgages. Oh, I got to learn a whole new system. Hey, can you do this for me? You know, that kind of thing. So it's not as hard as you think. You have to learn different systems. It's not a big deal. And then once you know all that, you have to learn how to have, have sales techniques, communicate properly, build relationships. I call that grassroots marketing. Where are you going to go get your business? Who are you going to talk to? Who are the folks that you really need to educate and get to know better so that they know what you do? And then we also have support systems, right? So if people are lucky enough to have a team or they're lucky enough to have you know, an assistant or somebody that can help them, Getting people that are very different from you to help you is very important because you know what your skills are, right? And where we're lacking in some skill sets, we would hire people that are smarter than us in different areas to help us. And last but not least, here's an area that I was, was not able to touch on where I worked before. Again, just lack of resources, and that is reporting and analytics, One of the difficulties that education and marketing has is showcasing a return on investment. If you're putting resources into having an education team or a training focus, how do you measure whether or not all of that has increased productivity 
or maybe streamlined a process, or maybe made turnaround times for the operations people faster, or less mistakes, right? There are ways that systems can talk to each other. You train people in a certain manner, you marry that with the the production or the CRM, and there's ways that reports can come out and show, hey, we trained this company, all right, and their production went up 20% in the next three months, right? That's what we want to see. So I think companies need to really think about putting some resources and how do I show, analyze, and do some data analytics. There's a lot of smart uh, technology out there that was never there before. How do I prove to X company or to uh, somebody that, that, would, that had hired a consultant that what I'm doing is adding value to you, your company, and your bottom line? That's really important. So I think in all of those areas, I can really provide those resources and be able to kind of step in and help people really escalate maybe what they already have or design something from scratch that they don't have yet. Every wholesale partner should have some kind of education. Don't always rely on the lenders because what happens is, too, one of the frustrations that lenders have, every lender, you'll train your wholesale partner, and then at the end, they're going to go to the company that's going to give them the best pricing or maybe the quicker turn time. The, you know, they're not going to be as loyal to who took the time to put them through a training uh, class or take them through a, a succession period of educational resources, right? So that becomes frustrating. How do you, how do you, you know, prevent that from happening? So, you know, really removing those obstacles would make it so much easier for me to kind of really help spread the wealth to anybody and everybody, because in the end, it's about helping the industry and helping the client and, and everywhere in the country. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, just in terms of all of the facets that you describe about the, the training, um, I think that might be kind of surprising to someone jumping into the business to see, wow, there's all of these dimensions uh, to it. And these are all the things that we have to sort of become uh, more involved and competent in in order to actually work in, in this side of the business. That's that's interesting and I'm sure pretty eye-opening for, for people once they sort of get into the weeds. But, um, you know, before you mentioned the challenges being faced pretty broadly across both the forward and reverse sides of the business how that might have the potential to bring in more forward professionals to the reverse side. How important is that possibility to growing the industry for the future from your perspective? You know, it's, it's actually amazing, you know, and, and one of the things that I had an opportunity to do a few years back is um, where I worked. We also at the time had a forward mortgage division with thousands of loan officers all over the country. And what a great opportunity, even just to educate them enough. They may not want to write reverse mortgages, but they would be able to identify them pretty easily and provide referrals to people that were well-versed in the reverse mortgage industry, which worked pretty well, but it never reached its full potential. And I think my opinion here is why. I traveled all over the country and I taught hundreds of folks all forward mortgage. And I would be able to pick out in each class what people in that class should not be doing reverse mortgages because number one, we don't have patience. People want to learn things in 10 minutes. All right. They're opening, you know, open up to learning a new product, but they don't recognize that reverse mortgage education is so different than forward mortgage lending. It's very different than new construction. It's not just another product that they can put in their tool belt very fast. And often they want other people to do the work for them. Well, unless you have your own personal assistant, you know, you're draining resources from other uh, focuses that are needed in our industry. So, 
I can promise that we let education slide for a lot of people. A lot of folks would be like, listen, I don't want them to take too much time training. I need to get them on the street. I've heard that. Or, you know, I when I was training in MetLife, they were reverse mortgage people. They had reverse mortgage experience, not just forward. They would come in for a three and a half day class, Chris, three full days and a half of the second, and they still left with their heads spinning. Now, you know, when I've trained in the past, all right, we just, we have one day to give you. That's it. All right. Well, in eight hours, I hate to tell you, you're not going to learn everything you need to know. Reverse mortgage education, especially for sales professionals, is so unique and so complex and so different from what they're used to. If you don't take the time and effort to put forth and do it right, it's going to cause problems down the line. You know, this is a very, as you know, very regulated industry. And the last thing that I would want to happen is anybody that went under my education put a blemish on our industry, you know, even unintentionally because they don't know. Um, and I know times are tough right now, you know, but there are millions of people that want to become homeowners and millions more that need and want to be able to access their home equity to enhance their retirement. There's so many forward mortgage companies right now that are expanding their reverse mortgage division, which is great news, but they have to also be willing to take the time to make sure that those said folks are educated properly and they have a very good and consistent referral program in place, which I can certainly help with having done that in the past. So the opportunities are really amazing, but if they don't take the time to really enforce how important it is to know what they're doing, it's not going to be a benefit from them in the long run. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, another common refrain in both this discussion and many others right now is just the challenges that are being uh, faced by professionals across mortgage. What do you think the front lines industry professionals, most especially originators, should be doing to try and keep the business moving in a positive direction in light of those current challenges on both the economic and educational fronts? You know, I mean, there's so much we have control over, but a lot that we don't. Um, I know some companies have instituted uh, a training certification learning path. And a lot of times where I was working before, we suggested that, hey, we'll help you. We'll set up a learning path for you. All you got to do is make your folks take it. And it was great for them to be able to do that. And I've been really a big advocate, as I mentioned, about this because, you know, the mentality of getting people quick and on the street is doing a disservice to our industry. But having workshops, mandatory classes, continuing education. So if you train somebody to learn and then just leave them alone, it's like giving a lumberjack an, an, a lumberjack an axe and never sharpening it, right? Yeah, he might cut down some trees, but he could probably cut down you know a ton more if he sharpened his axe. So same thing with developing your own skill set. You know, the, the numbers are going to fluctuate. It's just, it's part of the business. You know, training doesn't have control over pricing or interest rates or principal limit factors. We can only educate from that and really have people focus more on what do you do? What do you have control over? You know, you have control over learning, preparing for the upswing, you know, your relationship skills and really focusing on the clients that can benefit, not complaining that things have changed, which disqualifies other people. There is a lot of information out there and a lot of people that can benefit you know, um, God, the trillions of equity in dollars that are out there. It's not that the people aren't out there to do this. It's the opportunity. You need to learn how to find the right people. And that takes a lot, you know, a lot of focus and education and time. And some people shy away from training because it's, you know, either they feel it's boring or time consuming. Well, 
I can promise you that anything I've worked on has never been boring. And one of the things that our division did at the last company I was at is we focused on engagement, interactivity, instructional design, and hands-on experience. So that way, here's an example of, you know, Mr. So-and-so and and how he got, you know, and we would do these videos and people would watch him. Oh, now I understand. We're visual creatures with social media, quick, you know, uh, fast things to learn from. So we companies that are doing it that way are going to get the bigger bang for their buck, especially with these folks that are coming in learning new tools. Certainly. Great. Well, I inevitably have to ask, is is there anything I missed? Is there anything that you wanted to touch on about what the industry should keep in mind that uh, we didn't already talk about? Well, you know, again, having having more of an increase in awareness, you know, focusing some resources on being able to develop your employees, uh, not just about reverse mortgages, but for themselves. You know, again, that's so important. Establishing a mentor program. One of the things that we did at my prior company is we brought a mentor program in and it completely changed the dynamic of our culture. And I was a mentor uh, for a couple different people and it was such a wonderful experience. Again, helping people become better versions of themselves. Doesn't matter what you do. That's always going to be a positive thing. The industry in general, you know, working with Nirmala, you know, I've been working with Nirmala for many years and I've had great opportunities to speak at the Nirmala events and uh, really provide uh, uh, some insight into the education, you know, division that they put together. They have like a whole committee of different people from different companies, which is wonderful. But a lot of those folks are busy doing their other things for their companies. You know, maybe um, an organization like Nirmala Focusing more on expanding educational resources. The CRMP is really great, but that is, you know, optional. You know, that's not a mandatory thing. It's such a great program, testing people and their knowledge, making sure they are understanding of all the ins and outs about reverse mortgages. Maybe that needs to be expanded. You know, I'd love to be able to help with that as well and, and expand outside of the NERMLA members because there's a lot of reverse mortgage folks that not, aren't members of NERMLA. So how do we get in front of them? You know, there's really no limitation to the different ways that people can learn more about how this can benefit themselves, their company, the industry, and of course, ultimately the client. That is growing every single day. And if people are not focused at least a little bit on the retirement market, they're missing a tremendous opportunity to help the fastest growing number of people that will need housing and financial resources for many years to come. So having said that, I think it's really a good idea to focus more on expanding resources instead of limiting it and making sure that folks are educated before you throw them out and ask them to help that demographic of people. Certainly. Great. Well, Lorraine, I really appreciate you taking the time to to join me today. Where can people find more information about you and the work that you're doing now? Well, Thanks for that. So um, it's really basically LG Consulting, and I have a website at www.cpclorraine.com, and on there is a tab that says Consulting, and in there will be a list of different services specific to the mortgage industry, both forward and reverse sales professionals specifically, that I call HERO Services. And um, HERO stands for Helping Educate Reverse Originators, and there's a variety of different ways that I could do that, whether it's building a training division for a company, providing presentation services, continuing education for referral partners, train the trainer. A lot of companies already have training uh, 
there, which is great. I'd love to go in and be able to help enhance that a little bit or just even make it better than it is today. And of course, writing education and teaching loan officers and referral partners is pretty much uh, what I'd love to do the most. So a lot of the stuff that's in there, they can refer to or have something custom catered to whatever the needs are. Great. Well, Lorraine, I really appreciate you taking the time. Of course, thank you for joining me today on the RMD podcast. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the RMD podcast. Again, I want to extend a very big thank you to Lorraine Geraci for being so generous with her time in discussing all of the dynamics in play for education in the reverse mortgage industry and her experiences in the business. For more news and insights on the reverse mortgage industry, be sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at reversemortgagedaily.com. If you haven't already, subscribe to the RMD podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast content. I'm Chris Clow, and this has been a production of HW Media. The RMD podcast is produced by Elissa Branch. Be sure to come back for an all-new episode very soon. Thank you.